It's time to get real with Eddie, here to help you understand the changing real estate market and meet your real estate goals. Over 19 years in the business, 2018 Realtor of the Year of Three Rivers, past president of the Three Rivers Association of Realtors, past director at Illinois Realtors and team lead of the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Here's Eddie Rudiger. And we are here Tuesday at noon. It's Get Real with Eddie. Here in the studio with me, of course, is Nancy Valley from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Water and myself, Eddie Rudiger. Nancy, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Well, are, are getting you, better. Are you I'm getting so, better? Yeah, I'm dragging stuff. That, you know how colds just kind of hang on? Yeah. yeah. You, were, you didn't sound that bad last week, but it just seems like it was just one of those ones that won't go away. Yeah. It's that one it of those is? just draggy, naggy, you know. Yeah, trust me, I know. I we we got it before Christmas, and it was just. Well, I had in October, and finally got rid of it around Christmas. I was feeling better, and then the grandkid got me sick again. Wonderful. Yeah, you gotta love grandkids. I love my grandchildren. Uh-huh. Good thing they're cute. So let's kick off with something a little different for us. Five commercial. Real estate design trends for 2024. Well, let's take a look. So this... If, if you share with me, I can look too. Oh, hey, maybe I'll do that. That would be extra special. Well, you know, I get in here, I get the camera set up, I get everything set up. I know, I just waltz in and like I own the joint. <laughs> you betcha. So, first trend, wellness-focused workspaces. So, that is kind of uh, a cool thing where, you know... They're looking at companies are prioritizing wellness um, retrofits and even earning certifications for these. Yeah, I think you know that is a positive outcome from COVID. COVID. Well, it makes sense. Is that workspace employers are taking a look at workspaces and and trying to keep the environment healthier. Well, I don't think it's just COVID. I think what they're realizing is if they can create a healthy work environment, it's going to increase productivity. Absolutely. And it's going to downcrease um, absentee rates. But I think that was all... I think employers were looking at that, but COVID helped push it. Oh, I agree. I think you're right. COVID definitely did help push the concept, um, for sure. Uh, but it was definitely getting looked at prior yes. and has been a huge aspect Post COVID, absolutely. So, just like working from home. Yes, working from home. Flex hours, that kind of thing. Really, COVID really pushed that into the forefront. So, Turnkey Labs is another thing. A growing number of life science companies are expanding their commercial footprints as they look into advancing research and development. They are seeking greater flexibility within their spaces. Um, and they're seeing this concept of current turnkey lab where I think it's more of a concept where you can kind of come and go as you please um, you know SGA points wellness technology firm lab built out uh, the space is easily adaptable to make a room for startups in in there so it's a very versatile space also mm-hmm. so um, definitely one another thing is these uh turnkey labs vacant offices getting retrofitted now we're seeing this all over the place oh yeah this is big right now because commercial office space because of the stay-at-home movement and work from home movement commercial office space is at a, a low demand yes but you still need stuff for different kinds of environments um engineering locations and pharmaceutical companies and research labs things like that where they do need to be in location yes. they're getting you're getting that retrofitted over to that type of environment a yeah. lot in fact my husband works for a company that's actually expanded and they, continues to expand but they're a testing their engineer testing company so they have actually expanded into other buildings well and it's brought down the so. cost so they could do the expansion because some of those retail spaces um, or office spaces yeah. were going to a premium price, and now that's opened up so much more real estate. We've even seen a trend where they're moving into residential, some of those spaces, mm-hmm. and, and converting over to, like, residential condos and stuff like that. Sure. So 
Uh, sustainable life sciences um, are heading into the city. That's something that's a little bit different. We haven't seen a lot of. And again, I think that goes to the commercial aspects of the office space opening up. So you're seeing um, new office spaces in New York and stuff, bringing in more life sciences that are tr traditionally more office space oriented um, aspects. So that is um, a, a, a big aspect. So, um, yeah, it just it's interesting to see what's going on on the commercial sector and how the, the, the sector has been getting such a bad rap. And I don't think it's really in – there's one part of the sector that's having a struggle. Yeah. And that is the commercial office space. Yes, but there's so much other types of office um, – of commercial space. Manufacturing. Cold, I mean, cold storage. Oh my gosh, is huge right yeah. now. Huge. So there's going to be more of a shift in repurposing. I, I I agree. I think that's what you're seeing, and you know, you're seeing some of the costs related to that come into play. But I think overall, the sector is going is is held it held up pretty well in 2023. I know there was a lot of people worried that it was going to cause some major aspects uh, and problems within the real estate sector itself, but we've actually seen a pretty decent um, hold up in, in the sector. Yeah. So, um, all right. So flipping back over to residential, um, some more inf information because about buying a house and the non-financial benefits, uh, you know, turning a house into a happy home. So, because there's, it's just not about the money. Let's be honest, folks. Well, nothing illustrates it more than what we just went through the holidays. Come on, who doesn't, you know, love cozying up at home? Hot chocolate, a blanket, you know, loved ones. It's, you know, that's pretty much what we did on New Year's Day. Is it was the, the, the kid wanted to go see Grandma and Grandpa. He was spending the night anyways. Because we had we both had to work the uh, next day. We had last week's radio show. And my wife had to get up. She had to work on the second. And he went, so he went over to Grandma and Grandpa, Grandpa's and spent the night. Mm -hmm. um, we literally sat in bed on New Year's Day, mm -hmm. just me and her, binge watching Netflix. Isn't that fun? And she's like, "Do you want hot chocolate?" And we're eating hot, drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> and she went and got a massage last Monday. And yeah, it, it's just, yeah. it was one of those lazy days. I see we did our annual trek to wildfire to talk about our 2023 and what we want to do in 2024 and mapping things out. So that's our little gig. Oh, you John guys, on New Year's Day, mm -hmm. what do you want to do and you guys go to wildfire? We go to wildfire, we eat lunch, and it's like a three-hour lunch. Oh, really? And we graze. We, take, we bring a ton of food home, but we start with appetizers and martinis, and we talk about what was good about 2020, you know, the year prior and what we, what we want to hope to do, where we want to go, what we want to, our goals for 2024, mm -hmm. you know, or the following year. We've been doing that for several years now. Yeah. And we spend the whole afternoon just pigging out and chilling, just the two of us. See, and we kind of had that going on, too. Um, I made, what did I make last week? I made a teriyaki chicken. Uh-huh. But I just, I made it in the crock pot. Oh, Yeah. I, I just, it's something I've never tried before. I've, I make teriyaki chicken for lunch all the time. But I, last week I made it in the crock pot. Anything in the crock pot is wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. well, the, I, and I swear to God, the teriyaki sauce mm -hmm. from Aldi's is really? the best teriyaki sauce. I'll have to try it. I'm not kidding you. It's on the end cap. You'll see it next to um, some of the other sauces. Like they mm -hmm. get a buffalo and they got the general. Uh, uh, sauce, general sauce, whatever that is. General sauce. Yeah, so that's it. yeah that they'll have that over there. But for some reason, I've looked and I figured out why. All the other teriyaki sauces I've seen out there, yeah, really high in salt, very salty, very salty. Yeah, all these brand is less salt, very low salt. Oh, at least for, I mean, compa in comparison, there's a lot less I'll salt. I have to check that out because soy sauce. Teriyaki sauce. All those are very Reese. high in salt. So yeah. I'll try to steer clear. Yeah. So their teriyaki sauce is a lot. It does not. All of the huge salt taste when we tried other sauces. That one we pretty much love. It's really oh, close to a restaurant teriyaki. I used to, 
go to Aldi all the time when my kids were little, and I just got out of the habit of going. Oh, I love it all day. Kind of, I like Meyer. I like Aldi's and Menards are like a, a staple for me. My wife even bought me a shirt that says, "I like long romantic walks at Menards." Uh, we we will go to any home improvement store and just yeah, it's yeah. stupid how <laughs> we wander around home yeah. improvement stores. Absolutely. Yeah. So. One of those things, uh, talk getting back into the housing and, you know, proud of uh, things and benefits of ownership is, you know, being proud of the accomplishment, first off. You own a home. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I love my home now. I love our house. I wake up in the morning very thankful we have the house we have. I love our house. I mean, so that is a major milestone is buying it. And then, you know, the nice thing is, is then you get to design it. What do you want to decorate? How do you want to decorate it? Yeah. What do you want to do? We have, um, we'll be taking down uh, Christmas this week because we, we take down after January 6th. We have one more Christmas. You on got the one, 13th. On the 13th? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're mm-hmm. you're almost there. Almost there. Um, then it's all coming down. And I have a funny feeling that a lot of the stuff going back into the curio cabinet this year, because mm-hmm. I have my snow village that goes into there, a lot of the stuff that's going to be going in there is going to be my wife's Lego sets. And that's going to be our home decor decor. And guess what? We get to do that because it's our house. That's right. It's your house. So It's what you dig. It's the colors and the design and whatever. But Go be great. She's it's your house. She's p- putting these Legos together and all, a TIE fighter and working on an X-Wing and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, whatever knocks her out. Yeah. It's so. fun. There is nothing wrong with Legos. It's kind of fun. So uh, the next aspect is you can find a space to meet your needs. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're more room and, you know, you're changing lifestyle, whatever you want to do, you can make a home work for you and your evolving needs. That's the beautiful thing about yeah. it. You, you don't, might need more storage. You might need more bedrooms. You might want to entertain more. You might want to whatever. Again, whatever your lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's closing the curtains and having... A movie space, you know, your own home theater. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? You know, and that gets into customizing your surroundings. Maybe you want a yoga studio. Yeah. Maybe you need the the private office. Yes. You know what? What do you need to make things work? What do you need for your surroundings? And that that's the true aspect of of it. Yeah. So it's the beauty of owning your own home. Yes. So. Moving in, um, that if you're retiring soon, why moving may be the perfect next step. And this kind of gets into, I think, a little bit of the downsizing aspect and lowering that maintenance. You know, how long have you been in your house? Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, right sizing. It's all about right sizing. Mm-hmm. And again, what your what your lifestyle was previous to retirement versus what it's going to be when you retire could be two different things. The um, average time frame in a house, all right, from 1985 to 2008... I thought these were really interesting numbers. ...was six years. On average, the average person stayed in a house six years. Um, The time frame switched in 2009 after the recession started I didn't say finished but after it started to 9.2 years well after the crash after the crash that's a good way to look at it so and part of that was I would call it almost forced because a lot of people were belly up on their upside down up, yeah I call it but even up. in the last couple of years but know. yeah it continues we've more than gained equity on houses now and people still aren't moving well you look at 2021 where houses were flying off the shelf and the average time frame in your house only dropped down to eight years yeah it didn't go back down to six or five like 1985 is the lowest at five years average person was five years. And then all the way up to 08, you know, six years, six years, six years, you're moving on average. It's pretty much almost 10 years now, even the last two years. It's basically double. It's 10 years people are staying in their house a lot longer. 
So it, that makes a big difference in your equity. equity. In yeah. inventory, in equity. Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot when, can happen in 10 years. When you look at your equity gains, all right, on average, since 1991, 306.43%. Say that number again, just because. Since 1991, the average price, price growth over time from 91 is 306.43%. Yeah, 300%. So your house is worth basically three times what it was worth when you originally bought it. Three times. So if you bought your house for $100,000, it's now worth $300,000. Yeah. Which makes sense. In 1991, house would probably cost about $100,000. Yeah. So... Basically... I mean, there's huge advantages. Yeah, all that extra. So now you can turn around and use it to put towards where you want to be. Yeah. I mean, you can look at doing a situation where you're going to have a lower down payment, or not a lower down, lower house payment, because you're going to have a huge down payment. Yep. You can look at also, you know, growing a business, you know, there's so much you can do with your equity. But honestly, for retiring, the question comes into play is, do you really want to be maintenance? And we've talked about this because you guys are kind of on that fringe bubble. Yep. You've talked about moving, but you're not ready to give up the pool. You're not ready to give up the backyard. Right. All the, and we're, knock on wood, thank, very thankful, healthy enough to be able to keep up with it. And keep up with it. And keep up with it. Yeah, because yours is a four bedroom, right? Yes. Yeah, so you got a four bedroom, two story home. Half bath, two story home. Yes, full basement. Full basement. With a three car garage. With a three car garage. So that's a pretty and big house. Like a half acre. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Your and your backyard is pretty huge. Our backyard is ginormous. Yeah. And because it's a park, basically, it's maintenance. It's heavy maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Because of all the landscaping and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that comes into play huge. Oh, I really want a bocce court back there. Oh. On the one side of the house, I really want a bocce court. And why don't you have a bocce court? Because I haven't put it in yet. Oh, okay. I love bocce ball. I do, too. And I know we'd play if we had it. But we've been going back and forth about it. How long you want to stay and do you want to dump 10 grand into a bocce court? Is it really ten grand? I bet I could get it cheaper. I mean, but honestly, what is it? It's just it's tw- a straight court. You got to dig it out. You got to put the, you know, make sure it's level. Put the stuff in it. And it's usually sand, make sure right? It's, yeah, and make sure it's draining properly and all that. Yeah, that's really what it's about. Draining it's the, the drainage. Properly. Yeah, yeah, the drainage because uh, that way it's not right. You want it to drain properly, and you want to drain it. Especially with the, we got the pool and all the trees and shrubs and the hot tub and the, all the other stuff out there. It's two things that I love to play that I don't get to play enough, and that's bocce ball. Yeah, I love bocce ball. And croquet. And croquet. Yeah. We have a croquet set. We don't, I, when I was a kid, we played croquet all the time, but yeah. we don't that much. You don't, no. We don't, that, you don't. We have nerf wars more than. Did I tell you about the pillow fight that turned into nerf? I think we talked about this, right? Uh-uh. So I, w- I, I think I was out showing houses, and my son started a pillow fight with my wife. Nice. And out of nowhere, all right? Yeah. He goes, wait, don't move. Runs into his bedroom. Gets a pillow. S- starts rummaging through his closet and comes back on my wife with a nerf gun and just oh, starts hilarious. unloading. She's like, what the... So that was the highlight of 2023. What's the nerf war? It's not the nerf war. It's the fact that he goes, don't move. Wait here. Yeah. Wait so I can shoot you. I have a plan. Because that kid always has a plan. That's hilarious. Speaking of somebody that may have or may not have a plan, let's see what uh, Shanahan's doing number-wise. Median sales price, 380000 November over November. Yeah, this is November. We should be getting December pretty soon. We should. We should. We're, Hopefully I want, next show. I want to do um, a whole wrap-up like we usually do. Probably let's do the first show in February. 
Yeah. We'll just uh, just straight numbers for communities. Yeah. So we'll do the. Well, then we'll have all the numbers. We should have all the we numbers have in. All the numbers in. And so we can look and see what what who did what and how things went. So we'll look in February to do that. Yeah. Um, three hundred eighty thousand median sales price. Uh, average sales price three ninety eight one ninety nine up thirteen percent. Percentage of religious priced uh, original list price received ninety eight point five down point seven. Uh, average market time in Shanahan sixty nine days. That's kind of high. Yeah. I mean, it's not a horrible number, but that's one of the higher numbers we've seen. That's yeah. up sixty eight point three percent. But there was only fifteen closings. So I'm thinking, based on that number, we had one oddball or two oddballs that had a really high number. Yeah. And the rest of them were actually lower. Yeah. It, like a new build or two. Could be. Something. Could be, or could it just... skewed, or the opposite end. Ugly, the ugly duckling. The ugly duckling. Yeah. That needed a lot of work and a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it kind of sat for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it sat. So inventory, 28 uh, homes in Shanahan available at the end of November. It just blows my mind. Flipping over to the 12-month trend, uh, giving you a better aspect of where we're at for the year. 373000 in a median price. Average sales price in the 12 months, 375729 um, Both are a 9.7% increase over the last 12 months. Percentage of list, original list price received is 99.8%. And average market time, I think this gives a better indication, 46 days. Yeah. So that's still up 15%, but better than the uh, 68.3. Oh, yeah. um, and that sounds about right. You, you, get a, like you could even have a really higher priced or a brand new home that would have And I think here's that. the Shanahan's got a weakness here, and this is they're starting to get some prices that are pretty much up there. When it comes to median sales price on a single family, I don't think they have enough condos, duplexes, attached yeah, housing. Yeah, they do not have attached. They they, they do don't, and they need attached. that intro. They need that as an option. Yeah. Um, or they're going to see a problem moving into the future. Only two new attached listings in November. One closed sale. One under contract. Median sales price was three hundred uh, three hundred thirty five thousand, which happened to be the same as. Uh, an increase over last year because there was nothing sold last year. Yeah. Zero. So you've got nothing to go on. We look at the trailing 12, gives you a better reading. 314500 up 3%. 316345 on the average for the trailing 12. So the numbers are playing out pretty well in Shanahan. I definitely could see some uh, duplexes, townhouse development. You can come in and I think you would have a nice market. And yeah open up. They need to broaden their horizons. <laughs> yeah, otherwise they're going to be a um, very knit community where they're you're going to have people moving out because they can't afford to stay there yep. if they don't have uh, some other options. That's going to be Or people just concern. not m- moving back in. Back in. Yeah, and then you get an aging um, aspect and you'll start seeing prices drop. So that could be a concern. So definitely need to see some more need a variety. Balance. It's all about balance. It is about balance, that's for sure. All right, when we get back um, after the break, let's talk about, uh, you know, those experts, and they're quoting uh, their 2024 housing market forecasts. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. Keep it here with Get Real with Eddie. Consider joining the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner as a realtor. We offer a supportive and collaborative environment for our members and are currently expanding our team. Our focus is on training and education to ensure that our members are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to serve their clients successfully. At the Rudiger Group, we are committed to helping our members develop both professionally and personally. Our ultimate goal is to support our members in achieving their goals and making a positive impact in the real estate industry and in the lives of their clients. Our founder, Eddie, believes in teaching members how to serve their clients, family, and community rather than just generating a commission for the brokerage. He emphasizes the importance of being capable of going out on your own and receiving an amazing return on your value. To learn more about becoming a part of our team, please contact Eddie at the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner. Call Eddie at 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478. 
It's Eddie Rudiger from the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner and Get Real with Eddie. I want to bring you to your attention the Herbert Trackman Planetarium at Julia Junior College. My son loves this. They offer free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. It's perfect for stargazers. The show provides excellent astronomical instruction and entertainment for no charge. That's right. It is free on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. The planetarium features a 30-foot diameter dome, a new Omnistar Digital Planetarium Projector. During the shows, you can enjoy sky tours using the projector and PowerPoint presentations covering a wide range of astronomical topics. For more information, please visit jjc.edu slash planetarium. And for you educators out there, they are open for field trip bookings. So go to jjc.edu slash planetarium. Eddie Rudiger, a licensed and experienced realtor with 22 years of success in the industry, is the team lead of the Rudiger Group, associated with Baird & Warner. Eddie has assisted innumerable residents of the area in making informed decisions regarding real estate matters. What sets Eddie and his team apart is their personalized approach that prioritizes your needs. They empower you with the right tools, information, and guidance to make the best decisions for you and your family. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in a property, Eddie provides you with the insights and resources to make a sound decision. At the Rudiger Group, you are always in charge and your needs are paramount. Eddie's team believes in educating their clients and helping them navigate the complex real estate landscape with ease. So if you're in need of a reliable, experienced and trustworthy real estate partner, look no further than Eddie Rudiger and the Rudiger Group at Barrett and Warner. Find out more by calling Eddie at 815-823-5478. That's 815 815- 823 list or visit yourdwellings.com. The face for radio, the heart for real estate. It's Get Real with Eddie. Welcome back to Get Real with Eddie. All right, housing forecasts 2024. What do you think they're going to say? The market's going to crash. Not. 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 I'm guessing guessing inventory is going to maybe loosen up a little bit, but not like... But as interest rates fall, our market's going to heat back up again. Mm, I agree. Yeah, I think we're going to see more sales this year. I think we'll probably... We're going to probably be about... Four million for 2023. It's going to be awfully close. I think we might it's just cross over the four million in total sales. I think for this year we're going to be closer to five million for 2024. I think we're going to see. 2024. I think we'll see five million nationally. I don't know. I don't. It, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. We're, for that. we're seeing some inventory come up, and with the rates coming down, I think inventory is going to increase. Don't get me wrong. Demand is going to increase exponentially, too. Yes. But I think it, overall we'll be good. But it's oh, demand is not a bad thing in and of itself. We ha- need the inventory because then that'll yeah, ungo the, the su- works. We need the supply. People need to move. We need the supply. That's the issue is the yep. supply. Mark Fleming, chief economist, First American, explains mortgage rates have already... Tr- Retreated from recent perks near eight percent and may fall further. Okay, yeah. So that's. I'm thinking they will. I'm thinking they will too. So, I think this is going to be a lot on the rates. Let's see what they say. Jessica Lutz, deputy chief economist, the National Association of Realtors, for home buyers who are taking on mortgage to purchase a home and have been worrying of the autumn rise in mortgage rates. The market is turning more favorable, and there should be optimism entering 2024 for a better market. Okay, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I, 2023 wasn't a, a horrible market. It was challenging. It, it just was challenging. It was challenging. It just wasn't horrible. So no, it wasn't horrible. It was just challenging. So Lisa Severent. Chief Economist at Bright MLS says, Supply will loosen up in 2024. Even homeowners who have been characterized as being <coughs> locked in to low rates will increasingly find the, that changing f- 
family, and financial circumstances will lead to more moves and more new listings over the course of the year, particularly as rates move closer to 6.5%. And I think that's the biggest aspect that I keep looking at. Life cannot be put on pause forever. No. And that's what we're looking at is life's on pause. And that's why you see it. Six and a half percent, I think people will be able to let go. <coughs> these these people that are have the three percent rates, they'll be able to as we move closer to even five percent. Yeah, because they didn't lose they're still gonna have a good equity to put down. Right. So what's gonna come down to is it's not gonna come down to the rate. It's gonna come down to cash flow. Yes. All right. I may be selling my house, buying a new house. I might be paying more for the house. might have a higher interest rate. But because of the amount of money I'm putting down, my monthly cash flow is more positive. I'm actually... It will offset that. I'm offsetting it, yes. Yes. So I'm actually keeping an extra 200 bucks in my pocket this now monthly. Yeah. And And that's that's, the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. That's That's what they're looking for. So Fannie Mae um, surveyed over 100 economists... On average, the panel anticipates home price growth to clock in at 5.9% in 2023 and be followed slower growth in 2024 and 2025 with 2.4 and 2.7% respectively. I think that's a little conservative. I think that's conservative also. I really do. I think it'll be better than 3%. Yeah, I would agree with that. 3 to 4%. I think it's going to be 3 to 4%. So, but we had Joe Madrano on here, and Joe was thinking it was going to be five percent for this year. He was very, yeah, he was very yep. committed. Altos research is we're going to into twenty twenty four with slight home prices gains. Slight home prices gains. I think we're better no, than sli- slight home price gains. I think we're better than slight though. Oh, I five five. They five, were saying two percent. No, I we're think three be, to four. I don't know. Five's pretty aggressive. I think five, historically three percent is normal. But so if we're at five, that's that's a huge gain. And depending on the, yeah, average, I would say three to four percent. I mean, are you going to get five percent on some of the houses? Yeah, we're or looking some at some of the neighborhoods. Yeah, I think we're looking at eights and nines in our markets. So uh, for twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. So, I mean, to say that that's a slight home gain going into 2024... Well, t- compared to what we have had, like the 9% going down to 5%? I still think that's strong. It's still a good, strong yeah. gain. It is a strong gain. I'll take 5% equity yeah. gain any day. We're going into 2024 with a slight home price gain, somewhat easing inventory contractions, slight increase in transaction volume. All in all, things are looking up for the U.S. housing market in 2024. Yeah, I don't think the dam will burst on inventory. No. But do we? Do I see it loosening up a little bit? Yes. Because, like you said, people... Life goes on. And once we find that sweet spot where they can use their current equity and be able to leverage the house, because it's not all about mortgage rate, it's about bottom line number. Yes. Finding that sweet spot. Yes. That's what it's about. All right, so uh, let's talk about 25640 Maurice Lane in Plainfield. This is a Santa Rosa model, a two-story, five-bedroom, three-bath home with a three-car garage and full basement. It has an F elevation and will be ready in April of 2024 on lot 6056. Definitely a great product to check out. Quartz countertops and wonderful cabinetry, um, giving you a very elegant and amazing kitchen. Once again, this is the Santa Rosa model. Um, it's over 3,000 square feet, so plenty of room. I know. This is just... It's ginormous. A, it is a ginormous house. So, I again, the, these kitchens in these properties are just downright amazing. Yeah. I mean, and where do you spend most of your time? The kitchen and family room. I mean... Seriously, kitchen. Yeah. Granted, technically, you're, you're in the master bedroom, the most sleeping, because you should be getting eight hours a day, but I, I don't. Um, who, who gets eight hours? Yeah, <laughs> twelve. That's hours? one of my twenty twenty four is to try to be more protective of my sleep. And try to get more sleep. Try to get more. Sleep. It's about balance this year. Balance. Yes. So balance. Oh, balance That's is good. That's my word this year. Balance. Balance is good. Balance is is needed and necessary. Balance is always good. Balancing life. Yes. yes. So. Balance. 
back on to uh, Maurice Lane. Don't forget this is in Creekside Crossing, across from Gregory B. Bobbitt Park and near Fort Beggs Bike Trail, Mather Woods Forest Preserve. So you've got tons of options for hiking, biking, walking, whatever your heart desires. They are looking to put in a playground um, at some point in 2024, so into the neighborhood. Um, that's been a long development coming, and so that hopefully will be accomplished this year. Um, check yes. it out online. Lenar, Lenar Homes. I mean, really, they're beautiful. Yeah, give us a call, 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478 if you've got questions on this. Again, a five-bedroom, three-bath home. And keep in mind, that fifth bedroom is on the main level. And so is that full bath. Yeah. So if you're so, looking in-law living, yep. related living of any sort, and you do have a loft on the on the second level, so you're not losing family area, common area spaces, because mm-hmm. they you can utilize that loft space. And they've got multiple floor plans, so there's floor plans that you can check out and you can look into that would work for you. And but I love that first floor availability option. The first floor is huge, and you're seeing that demand getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that with house hacking. You know, where you've got grandkids and grandparents deciding, let's live together. Um, I've talked about it with my own daughter. Yeah. let's. We've, we've talked about it. Let's live together because you can save money. Yeah. I, well, I, and just, you know, be there. Yeah. Makes things a lot easier. Yeah. With child care, makes things with easier with, you know, everyday stuff. Yeah. So. Complexity it, optimal for us, but. It's hard to find a complete whole duplex. You can't, both sides. It is very hard to find a complete whole duplex with both sides. There's no doubt about that. That may it is a challenge. I know some people want to even buy the duplex and have a door in between the two of them. Yeah. And a lot of places won't allow that. A lot of your yeah, for safety for zoning, fire safety. fire safety and zoning. Yeah, they they won't won't allow that to happen. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting uh, concept um, that's out there right now. There's some floor plans I've seen in Florida that um, build them that way, mm-hmm. where it's it, it, the house is almost like an L, and so you take one ranch here and another ranch that comes in and connects yeah, here. And you have like a breezeway kind of thing. It's not even a breezeway. There's like a door oh. off the kitchen on the small unit that goes into the hallway of the big unit. And then you've got your, this side's got its own garage, and that side you got a two car over here and a one car over here. Yeah, it is an amazing floor plan. So if I win the lottery someday, I would like a something like that where it's a U, yeah. and then the, a breezeway, so you can be you can completely have your privacy. Yeah, but it's just you open the door and little ones can run back and forth with that. Well, and you're seeing that with the. Uh, the new term is the barn dominium. A lot of people are getting the barn dominium because they want the big, huge garage aspects. Yeah. All right. The yeah. problem is, is the municipalities here barn dominium, and there's like they're shutting them down. Yeah, which is it, it's a word. It's yeah. a word. Else it is is it, it, it's, it's just a, a big m- open space. It's a mixed use space, is what yeah. it is. So I mean, it's just it's a custom home, is what it is. Yes. So all right, let's hit the break when we get back after the break. Getting ready to buy. Let's look at improving your credit scores. Keep it here with Get Rail with Eddie. Consider joining the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner as a realtor. We offer a supportive and collaborative environment for our members and are currently expanding our team. Our focus is on training and education to ensure that our members are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to serve their clients successfully. At the Rudiger Group, we are committed to helping our members develop both professionally and personally. Our ultimate goal is to support our members in achieving their goals and making a positive impact in the real estate industry and in the lives of their clients. Our founder, Eddie, believes in teaching members how to serve their clients, family, and community rather than just generating a commission for the brokerage. He emphasizes the importance of being capable of going out on your own and receiving an amazing return on your value. To learn more about becoming a part of our team, please contact Eddie at the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Call Eddie at 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478. 
It's Eddie Rudiger from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner and Get Real with Eddie. I want to bring you to your attention the Herbert Trackman Planetarium at Julia Junior College. My son loves this. They offer free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. It's perfect for stargazers. The show provides excellent astronomical instruction and entertainment for no charge. That's right, it is free on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. The planetarium features a 30 foot diameter dome, a new Omnistar Digital Planetarium Projector. During the shows, you can enjoy sky tours using the projector and PowerPoint presentations covering a wide range of astronomical topics. For more information, please visit jjc.edu slash planetarium. And for you educators out there, they are open for field trip bookings. So go to jjc.edu slash planetarium. Eddie Rudiger, a licensed and experienced realtor with 22 years of success in the industry, is the team lead of the Rudiger Group, associated with Baird and Warner. Eddie has assisted innumerable residents of the area in making informed decisions regarding real estate matters. What sets Eddie and his team apart is their personalized approach that prioritizes your needs. They empower you with the right tools, information, and guidance to make the best decisions for you and your family. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in a property, Property, Eddie provides you with the insights and resources to make a sound decision. At the Rudiger Group, you are always in charge and your needs are paramount. Eddie's team believes in educating their clients and helping them navigate the complex real estate landscape with ease. So if you're in need of a reliable, experienced and trustworthy real estate partner, look no further than Eddie Rudiger and the Rudiger Group at Barrett and Warner. Find out more by calling Eddie at 815-823-5478. That's 815- 823-LIST or visit yourdwellings.com Stocks may succeed, stocks may fail. Real estate is always there. It's Get Real with Eddie. Alright, so look, you're looking to buy. Yeah, and I think we talked about it last week about if you're going by 2024, now's the time to start making plans. Yeah, we did. We talked about getting your team together, yep. finding out who you want for your real estate agent, who you want for your lender, lawyer, because we're our market, we use lawyers for at the closing table. Yep. Most real estate markets don't. And if you're always wondering, what is escrow? That's California. That's why you see it on TV. So they kind of do it backwards. All right, so the easiest way to explain this is, in Illinois and in our real estate market, you turn around, you make an offer, you buy the house, you do inspections. After everything's done and all the contingencies are cleared, you close on the house and you own it at the closing table. Mm-hmm. California's backwards. Shocking, I know. California, you write the offer, you get it accepted, you close on the house, and then it's in escrow. And that's when all the contingencies have to be cleared is while it's in the escrow. So that's when you do inspections. That's when you do that. That's when you, and then you finally get keys after everything's done and out of escrow. Yeah, it's a little. It's the same thing. It's just done differently. It's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a different market. Um, and there's some. Uh, California is not the only market that does escrow. A lot of markets do close at table, like we do in Illinois. Yeah. So a lot of them do it that way, um, but. The first step in all of this is being able to get the loan. <coughs> so CN, uh, CNNBC explains, when it comes to a mortgage, a higher credit score can save you thousands of dollars in the long run. This is because your credit score directly impacts your mortgage rate, which determines the amount of interest you'll pay over the life of the loan. And its credit score... But it's not only credit score. No. It's your debt. Mm-hmm. It's your debt ratio. Your debt to income ratio, yes. known as DTI. Um, and it's basically how much debt you you have on a monthly basis versus how much money you bring in on that monthly basis. Right. Um, according to the Federal Reserve Bank, the median credit score in the U.S. for those taking out a mortgage is 770. But that doesn't mean your credit score has to be perfect. Uh, from an article on the Big Business Insider explains, you don't need a perfect credit score to buy a house. 
aiming to get your credit score in a good range of 60 to 670 to 739 would be a good start to qualifying for a mortgage. But if you want to qualify for low rates, try getting the score within a very good range, 740 to 799. Yep. And that's going to save you the most money. It's going to save you the most money. Um, FICO says, while many lenders use credit scores like FICO scores to help them make lending decisions, each lender has its own strategy, including the level of risk it finds acceptable. If there's no single cutoff, there is no single cutoff score used by all lenders. Lenders and their main additional factors that lenders use to determine uh, the actual interest rates. So basically, there is no oh, you've got a 580, you can't get a mortgage. That's not true. You may qualify for a mortgage at 580. You may qualify a mortgage at 560. You're probably going to pay a higher interest rate. Yep. You may have to put more money down. You might not have an option of a 3.5% loan. You might have to do 5% mm-hmm. or even 10%. Even at FHA, you might have to put 10% down on an FHA loan. But anybody, you can qualify for it. So some of the things that you want to focus on is your payment history. Late payments have a negative impact on your score and drops your score. Even if you can just make the minimum payment, make your minimum payment. Do don't not be late. Don't be late. Don't be late on things, especially credit cards. Your amount, debit Car amount. Payment. Yes. Debit amount. When it comes to your available credit, how much of that are you using? So your debt amount is critical in your credit score. And they look at it at percentage points. So, like, if you have ten, you have let's say it's a thousand dollars in well, ten thousand is easier. We'll do ten thousand. You got ten thousand in credit card or uh, in credit available to you. Available credit. If you're using one thousand of that ten thousand, okay, you you're using ten percent. That's a good number. If you're using two thousand, it's a little higher, still a good number. But guess what? They're going to bring you down a little bit in score. You get over that twenty-five percent mount. That's a really that's for the first big ding. Yep. You get over that 50% mount, now, now we're getting in some really big dings. So if you've got 5000 in credit, in, de- in, in your credit, in debt, in debt and you have 10000 available credit, total credit. available credit, but you're running a 5000 consistent, yep. now there's a problem. There's a problem. So they cre- don't like that. Credit applications, stop. All right? They wonder why if you're turning around and filing with every single store card to save your $100 during the holiday season, not the greatest aspect. No. All right? Now, you can bounce back from that by just paying those cards off and not utilizing them. Leave them them. open. Do not close them. Yeah, once you have have them open, just leave them open. Just don't use them. Just don't use them. Put them them away in a drawer somewhere. Yep. Keep an eye out if there's an annual fee so you don't get dinged for a late payment if there's an annual fee. Yep. But leave them be. Leave them be. So that is a huge aspect of keeping your credit in an oper- a good condition and getting your credit. Speak, again, speak to the lender. It's I agree. It's not just credit. It's, it's your ratio, your debt ratio. It's little things on your credit score. Little things that may affect your credit score, like you bought something 15 years ago, and let's say you didn't pay it off in time, or something happened. And that's when you really want to talk to the lender, because you may not want to pay that off right away. Right. So you need to speak to the lender to decide the best way to move forward. Something that you did pay off didn't get credited that you did pay it off. Some of those ghost payments, as I like to call them, where they are sitting out there for 10 or 15 years, if you were to pay that, then all of a sudden it reflashes as a ding of a non-payment before it gets the payment, and that could bring you down. And if you're close to a closing, this is why you start taught, like we said last week, you need to start having these conversations 12 months out before buying a house. You need 12 months of talking to a lender, talking to your real estate agent, looking at the market, getting yourself in a position to buy. Yes. Time, timing. At least six. Yeah. Preferably. 12. But timing these things 
are really can be key because you've got so many other factors out there. Yeah, it could be just little goofy stuff, and you think you're doing the right thing, and you're not talking to a lender, and you're really undercutting yourself. You're well, cutting yeah. your nose off to spite your face because you don't realize what it's going to do. Because here's the key. Everybody doesn't want to talk to the lender because they're so fearful. Well, if I talk to the lender, they're going to run on my credit. They run my credit. My credit score goes down. No, doesn't happen in home mortgages. That's not how this works. That's not how that this is works. a huge point. It's not how this works. It, your credit score goes down when you're sitting at the little store that just gave you the $50 off for filling out their credit because you apply for their card. You have to put it on their card. The problem is, is all the credit card scorekeepers go, oh, they want a new card for this store. Okay, well, here's the credit score. They have an inquiry. What they don't have for anywhere for 45 to 60 days is did they get a card or did they not get a card? How much more credit did they increase their uh, right. thing? You know, to so what then did they, they can put on it. So they automatically bring you down lower until they get that data reported back to them. Then they will bring you back up forty-five to sixty days later. Now you might not be back up where you originally were at. You may be a little lower. Or you may be back up to where originally you're at because your credit card was your credit history strong, and maybe they only gave you like a thousand dollars. And in your personal situation, a thousand dollar limit doesn't make that big of a difference. But mortgages don't work that way, so mortgages don't really bring down your credits. Now, if you went and applied for six or seven different mortgage companies, then they're going to start wondering because that's a lot of mortgages to apply right. for. But to shop. A lender? Three or four. Three or four is perfectly normal yep. and acceptable, and they won't ding you for it. Absolutely. So, All right, that wraps it up with Get Real with Eddie. Don't forget, check us out online, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at GetRealWithEddie.com, focusing on your largest investment, your home. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Eddie. Eddie Rudiger is a realtor at Baird & Warner in Plainfield, license number 475-141-896. Managing broker, Steve Engel. For more information on your neighborhood, call Eddie at 815-823-5478 or visit yourdwellings.com. 